Testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three. Okay, we are recording, we are live. I want to play a song really quick, but before I do that, um, I am in a hotel room in Hudson, New York, um, at the tail end of kind of one of my little getaways. And uh, obviously I will get into all of that, um, but I recently discovered my new favorite country musician the uh, best friend of the pod, Sam Buck. Um, he just put out his favorite uh, top 10 country songs of the year. And this was one of them. This is Chris Stapleton, White Horse. And I don't know what it is about him. I mean, I didn't know anything about him. I heard this song and I just <laughs> burst into tears. Um, I guess something about like a man who's like emoting and like screaming <laughs> in a way uh, makes me kind of just lose it. You know, you can sound off in the comments and, you know, obviously, oh, daddy issues, you know, there's that. If you want to go a little bit deeper, again, please sound off in the comments. But until then, just let's listen to um, the Chris Stapleton song. <laughs> White horse.
guys, like, I'm sorry, but, like, have you heard a song that powerful in recent years? Like, I have not. Um, it made me want to, like, re-listen to the Stars Born soundtrack because I'm like, is that the guy? You know, like, is that the guy they're kind of basing this off of? So I've done a little research into Chris Stapleton and um, he's a beautiful wife. Um, mean, like, she's, like, average looking, but she like, plays the tambourine on stage with him and they have five children. They have five children. And Chris Stapleton's, like, uh, kind of fat, uh, you know, big beard, long hair, dresses kind of normal at award shows. Because, you know, this bitch is getting accolades. He's getting accolades. And, uh, you know, he'll just kind of, like, mince up to the stage and be like, oh, I don't even know what to do. You know, he's very uncomfortable. So it's like there's a lot of things compounding. It's like he's um, genuinely sad. Uh, I feel like I can hear in his voice. And he, like, screams and belts. And it's like, where is that coming from? It's like, oh, my God. And, you know, having five children, it's like, okay, that's even more crazy because I'm like, <laughs> you're still um i'm not trying to like uh diagnose him with anything but like damn bitch like you still just got that dog in you he's got that dog in him um i i'm you know literally like one week into knowing who chris stapleton is but i've been absolutely listening to his archive and i think it's fucking fantastic i'm gonna play a song in the middle of this episode by him and then one at the end um this is a very Chris Stapleton episode. Um, but just like circling back um, to me, you know, you may be wondering again, how did I get here? What am I doing? Um, a few days ago, you know, I will just say that my kind of playboy roommate was like living this kind of uh, rock and roll lifestyle. Um, we seemed to have gotten himself like a very young girlfriend and I can hear them having sex, but it's mostly just her faking it. And it's just like so, it's like crazy. And, you know, they've been playing house for, you know, I, I was like, oh, it's a few days. And I was like actually talking to a friend. I'm like, wait, it's been like almost a month. I'm like, does she just actually live in my apartment? Like, do I just not <laughs> know that? Um, anyways, I just needed a fucking break from the city. And so I woke up. Um, it was the day after I recorded my last episode, and I was texting friend of the pod, Sam McInnes, and I was like, like, what's the weather like in Connecticut? Like, are you there? And he's like, no, I'm in the city, but I mean, you could maybe drive me up to my place, and then we can hang out. And I'm like, wait, period. I literally went to bed at 6 a.m. that night, because um, when I record, I just have to edit it and just, like, get it the fuck out of my system. Like, I cannot absolutely think about it the next day there's no way i can like wake up and then be like oh let me edit my pod hell no it's gonna be like in and out um anyway so we go to connecticut um we have a nice meal it i'm gonna just like okay this is paywall my favorite restaurant in litchfield county is fife and drum uh very like wooden old crotchety people um we were like kind of the only people there you know i got a beef stew and a martini and 
It was fucking good. I mean, the beef stew was like $28. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> uh, I wanted to be like, we're not in New York anymore, but like we randomly still are. Anyway, so me and Sam go home. We play a game of Scrabble and we retire. And then Sam's like, oh, shit, I have to go in the city tomorrow. But do I just like stay in my house? And you, you can go back to the city tomorrow. You know, I was like, wait, hell yeah. <laughs> like, hell yeah. <laughs> um, like, I'm going to have my, you know, this little house to myself. Um, but immediately then I was just kind of like, uh oh, what if I, like, do something kind of retarded? <laughs> just kind of giving, like, <laughs> not really that, but it would be more kind of like, um, uh, <laughs> Not even that. It would be like... Like, how much do I trust myself? Um, well, you know, as I'm recording this now, nothing retarded happened. Uh, the house is fine. Um, I, uh, I got to work on a lot of creative projects. I finished a photo book I was working on, and then I... Um, also finished editing my script I just have to like you know the script is like printed pages with a red pen so I've taken the red pen to the page I've edited the shit now I have to go into the computer you know and download the files from heaven and uh, and then I'm gonna start sending it off I gotta sell that shit Y'all, please, if you know any movie agents, like, I need to sell this shit. I need to sell this movie. I need some money. Um, also, just for the record, like, I, if I, this episode sounds different, like, I'm just, like, whispering. Because I'm in a hotel, but it's, like, a boutique hotel. It's not, like, a Hilton or, like, a Marriott. It's, like, I don't think the walls are that thick. And I... I, you know, respect my neighbors in all forms, and uh, I don't want to keep anyone up at night. It's, um, oh my god, it's only midnight. I mean, it's pretty early, but um, I'm just saying. So, um, if you have any TV movie agents, send them my way. I want to hand them a script that will, you know, I don't know, make them a gajillionaire? Not really. Um, anyway, so then... Got in front of the pod, Sam went into the city, left me his house in his hands, and um, I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna, hit, I'm gonna go out on the town. I'm gonna go out on the town. I'm gonna hit up Kent, Connecticut, which has like literally one intersection with like three businesses, and uh, went to a bar, uh, well, a restaurant, but I sat at the bar, and uh, it's called Kingsley Tavern. Um, it was really kind of like. Honestly, like, super hot. I mean, to most people, he'd be, like, an average-looking guy. To me, I'm like, this is, uh... He's one of the Kelsey brothers, you know? I'm like, damn, like, <laughs> do anything. Um, I order a martini, I get a burger, and uh, I'm wearing my Dial Dan podcast hat. Not the blue one that just says Dial Dan. It's just, like, the black one that has, like, the little swishy logo and it says in very small letters dial down podcast and show 
And uh, this man, who uh, his name's Tony, shout out Tony. Uh, it's also my middle name. Anyways, um, and we're chatting a little bit, and then he just kind of like looks at my hat. And he's like, "So, what's your podcast about?" I'm like, "Wait, how did he know that it was like? How did he just like? Did he like really read me? How did he like? Assume, we would not been we had not been talking about anything remotely personal." It was just like the weather, um, geography, like the state of the the waterfall at the state park. You know, there was no kind of. Um, <laughs> anyways, for some reason, he just like immediately kind of clocked me and was like, "You must be wearing your own podcast merch." How the fuck did he know that? How did he know that? And I should have just asked him. <laughs> I was like so gagged. I was, I was like, uh, he's, he's like, what's your podcast about? I'm like, oh, wait, what? My podcast? I'm like, because part of me was like, I don't have one. Like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I really don't want to talk about it. I really want to even fucking do it in the first place, not to be a bitch. But um, uh, I was like, oh, it's it's just like minutia. It's day to day. And then, you know, maybe some movies, TV music, etc. you know, whatever I feel like, uh, but it actually just, like, really piques his interest, he talks about how his, like, best friend is, like, a YouTube creator that's, like, on Facebook, and, like, Facebook is, like, tanking, and, like, his friend's not making any money, and we go on and on, and learn about, like, his 14-year-old dog, I learn about how his, like, father owns this, this playhouse, uh, which I drove by earlier in that day. I it's a church that that just hosts plays, um, like like a play. You know, like uh, what's a play? Um, <laughs> like, uh, Hamilton. Um, but his elderly father runs the playhouse, um, and this guy Tony does the the lighting direction. And I, you know, I was asking him a million questions about like how to run like a lighting board, all this shit. Um, it was very cute. Uh, I you know I drove by it earlier and I saw a playhouse. And I'm like, okay, this is like a jungle gym for like children. Like, what is a playhouse? Turns out it's for plays. Um, didn't really do anything in the winter, uh, but you know, spring, summer, fall, things really pick up, and they have a lot of community productions. And my new friend does, like, the lighting and the spotlight. And I was like, oh, it's like, I was like, so cute. Oh, anyways. Um, so, uh, let's continue on. We're going to move on. Because, like, you know, I could fawn over, like, a, a straight guy that has no intention of ever speaking to me again. However, I think I will see him again because it's like this one of two restaurants in the town that I visit often. Um, I'm glad I made a connection. Anyways, moving on. Um, friend Sam went back home. He left me his house to just kind of like hang out in, watch over. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to have a little, you know, like I'm going to just have a night where I am just so kitchen island centric everything I'm doing is like kitchen island centric so like I finished working on this photo book um 
with my old car photos. I'm absolutely going to make a video of it soon. I promise you. I've been like, I've tried it like twice. Um, and I just can't figure out like the lighting yet because, uh, they're in plastic sleeves and like, it's almost impossible to show it. It's impossible for me to hold the album and show the picture. So I think maybe I just have to like sacrifice me being in the frame and just, um, me hold my phone up over it and record it. Anyways, not the biggest deal. Then I also just kind of, you know, I bought a bottle of wine in town, brought it home and started playing some sweet country music. Um, I re-listened to, I mean, this is actually the second night in a row I re-listened to Lana Del Rey's latest album. Uh, do you know there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? And, uh, you know, I listened to it when it came out and was like, okay, yeah, pretty good. Um, but listening to it again, I think it's like her best album of all time. Like, and this is how I feel about every single one of her albums. I'm like, this bitch is just getting closer and closer to the truth. Does that sound familiar at all? Anyways, like, this, the first song, The Grants, the kind of like, one, two, three, I'm gonna take, I just like, didn't really pay attention to the lyrics so much. I mean, that's on me, the first couple listens. And then, you know, the other day, honestly, literally yesterday, I finally really listened and, uh, God, it's fucking amazing. So... The song is the song. The Grands is like, I'm gonna take with me. I'm gonna take something with me, and she's like, my sister's firstborn child. I'm gonna take her, her first smile with me. I'm gonna take my grandma's last breath with me. You know this like, kind of circle of life. Um, there's this, like, beautiful chorus of women behind her. Uh, it's astonishing. And, like, it's so just, uh, to me it's gut-wrenching. But I did just want to, like, mention that the song A&W, I think that was the first, like, single off this album. Um, listening to that again maybe like almost a year after it came out, I'm still kind of pressed. Um, I don't know a single song that sounds anything like that. I don't. Um, I beg you to sound off in the comments. Tell me what song is, not just like the song structure, but just kind of like, I just think Lana Del Rey is completely in her own lane. And the more the years barrel on. She is just not even trying to bother um, with all the, uh, you know, kind of popular consensus bullshit. And uh, you just sometimes you see some clips of her like, from back in the day and you're like, damn, like, yeah, that's embarrassing. And uh, I'm sure she thinks it is too, or maybe she doesn't. Maybe, she, I mean, she shouldn't. It's just kind of like, that's, it's inspiring. It's honestly inspiring. Um, 
that's how artists should operate. Like, you just keep it constantly moving. And, yeah, maybe your shit when you were in your fucking early 20s was retarded. Like, duh. Um, what was that when Florida Kilos at the end? Was it Ultra Rounds? Okay, yeah. So, like, kind of her um, MO is, you know, have, like, a very heavy, hearty kind of thing. And then at the end, kind of give a little... Uh, not an amuse-bouche, what's the opposite, like a dessert or something, just kind of just like, to wind you out and be like, okay, (laughs) sorry I put you through that, we're gonna do a little more, so instead of like having just the one song, Floor Tequila, it's, it's like, like four songs, you know, hands on your knees, and you know, that shit, uh, it's good, (laughs) it's good, but it's just kind of like, do we need that? The answer is yes, we actually do need that. Because I only listen to Lana's album, like her music actually, it just album at a time, front to back. Because um, it's an experience, it brings me closer to myself, it brings me closer to God, quite frankly. And, you know, I gotta thank Lana Del Rey for that. Um, Anyways, okay. I'm rambling about Lana. Let's play a um, Chris Stapleton song. I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette, and then we're gonna do the second half of this episode. Are we gonna do Tennessee whiskey? Or sometimes I cry, hold on. We'll do Tennessee whiskey. Not loud enough. Shit, there we go. <laughs> okay, we are back. Um, something I noticed uh, 
on Tinder. It's a very upstate, kind of very Connecticut thing too. They're like men, but their Tinder bios will say, I'm a single father with like a six-year-old. I'm like, okay, work. Like, thank you for being so honest, but I do kind of just want like more information. Maybe I'm a a nosy person, but I need to know kind of like, (laughs) we're all so curious. Like, first of all, how did you as a man, (laughs) as a gay guy, or I mean, maybe bisexual, but like, whatever. How did you like get a kid? And then how do you like end up with you just having the kid now? Like, cause all I want to do is ask that, but you can't do it in a, in a, it's, it would be so impossible. And like, it's only going to sound disrespectful to be like, so, mm, so like, why are you like a single, like, just give us the tea. Just give us a tea. Just be like, yo, I like, you know, impregnated a woman. We don't, we don't work out. Or like, I was with another man. We adopted a kid. He cheated on me. He wanted to have like an open relationship and I didn't. And then we broke up. And it was kind of the only, those are, they're kind of the only two like avenues um, in my mind. But, you know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, anyways, uh, Let me ding the bell. I just feel like dinging the bell. Oh my god, something like really crazy happened on my drive from Connecticut, Litchfield County to the Hudson Valley. It's like an hour and 15 minute drive. Um, It was very cold, very blizzardy. um, It was just me on the road and then like I kept encountering snow plows and I'd have to like kind of swerve out of the way for them. It was not super dangerous. I was just, you know, the, the speed limit was like 55. I was doing like 40. Um, anyways, but then a bird, a tiny bird flew, um, in front of my car and I hit the bird. I was like, no. I hit the fucking bird. I heard it. I saw it and I was like, wait. I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere. I'm on like a. I just feel. I would have pulled over and like truly had a moment of silence for this bird. But I couldn't because like there was no shoulder because there was just snow everywhere. And, um,. Every five minutes, there's, like, a snowplow that I have to, like, get out of the way of and kind of, like, enter into the shoulder that doesn't even exist because there's snow all up in it. And I'm like, God damn. Like, so I just, I made the sign of the cross, and I said, I'm sorry. Sorry, little bird. Because I pulled into the parking lot of the hotel, and I'm like, maybe I didn't hit the bird. Maybe I didn't hit the bird. Um... Then I looked in the grill of my car, and uh, it, it was like <laughs> it's like full of feathers. There was there were feathers, and there was a little bird shit like inside of the grill. And I'm like, maybe me hitting the bird, I guess the bird like I, I guess shit itself like <laughs> up on impact. Oh god, I feel terrible about this bird. Again, bird, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that it happened to you. I fucking hate you. Like, that's so 
random. It's so random. Hitting a bird. Like, these fucking bitches, they know how to get out of the way of anything. And, you know, I was um, the only car on the road for a few miles. And uh, I don't know what was possessing this bird. It was a tiny bird, by the way. Tiny bird. It was giving sparrow. Flew across. I was near. Um, oh my god! Actually, I need to remember where I was because it is so fucking cute. It's like um, a big lake. Uh, again, halfway between Connecticut and um, Hudson, and there's really cute lake houses. Things people paint their houses differently in Connecticut than they do in upstate New York. Um, there's a kind of little like milk paint. Uh, it's just like kind of monochrome, but like not in like a gross way. It's like a very prestigious, cute way, like a kind of like burnt red or like a milky yellow. Um, it's not like gray. You don't see like gray siding with like lime green shutters which I saw on my further into my drive like it's just ugh. it's tasteful it's a little more historic um but there was a, a tiny little lake um it's before Ann Cram where is it I don't know ugh, that's just reminding me of Megan Ann Ram <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about her um anyways so I get into town, I check into my hotel, which I'm at right now, and uh, I get there at 3 p.m., and I just, like, start watching YouTube videos. I watch the new HRH. I watch some, like, car YouTube videos. I fall asleep on the bed. I take a nap. I wake up. It's 5 p.m., and I'm, like, fucking starving. And I was like, where should I go to dinner in Hudson? And I realized, like, oh my god, like, I forgot that, like, my favorite restaurant in the world, Gaskins, is only a 14-minute drive south. And I'm like, oh, bitch, you gotta, like, you gotta get it together, you gotta go to Gaskins. So I do go to Gaskins. Quite frankly, I do go to Gaskins. Um, and it's pretty quiet, but as soon as I kind of sit at the bar, um it kind of starts not really filling up but like the people the only other people that come in there's like two couples and there's like an old British guy also everyone is quite frankly pretty old um not to be a bitch uh but they all want to sit at the bar and I'm I'm like okay well now I'm I'm just like saddled up with these people that uh would like to talk to but they're kind of not having it Anyways, um, I'm craving pasta, and they have a popper deli on the menu, and so I get it. I get the popper deli with, like, sausage and, like, broccolini and some fucking crazy cheese, and the popper deli is, like, it comes out, and it's, like, it, this dish looks like a salad. Like, it, it is green pasta, and then it has, like, broccolini, I'm like, whoa, is this what I ordered? However, I take one bite and I'm like, holy shit. Holy shit. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't know what the fuck they made this pasta out of. I think it's like they've 
quite frankly reinvented the wheel. Um, it was green. It had like vegetables infused in it or some shit. But then like tiny little pieces of broccoli, broccolini, and the sausage and the cheese. They put the cheese on the box. You know, they did all of that. And I just, I ate it so fast. Um, tore it crazy. Guys, please sound off in the comments if you've been to Gaskins. If you've never been, you're really missing out. And, you know, if you're asking me, like, what kind of restaurant is it, I would say Farm to Table, New American. That is their vibe. It's kind of like Vinegar Hill House, but, like, in the woods. In the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, everything's... I've been there, like, six times. Uh, which probably doesn't sound like a lot, but considering that it is in the absolute middle of nowhere, um, that is... Yeah, that's a lot. So... Anyways, um... What other topics do we have? Oh, wait. I forgot to say something. <laughs> the bartender was telling me the specials at Gaskins. And it was two things. It was like a beet salad and like a pork chop. But she also told me the prices of them. I was like, oh my god, thank you. Because like, guys, listen. You, you all know this. How many times have you been to a restaurant... And they were like, oh, let me give you the specials tonight. And it's like, blah, 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 blah. And it always seems like more extravagant than like most of the menu. And, you know, if if the specials sound enticing, you're kind of like, well, how much is this going to fucking set me back? Because then it's like, is it the same price as like the most expensive menu item plus a little bit? Because it's a special what are we looking at here um i did hear the pork shop special and i was like damn that was good it was 38.50 and i was like no i was craving pasta and the pasta that i got again the popper deli it was it, it was pasta but it was like um it felt like i did not get the like heavy feeling afterwards i was not bogged down um Again, I don't know what the fuck they made this pasta with. It it was incredible. And I think the popper deli was 27. And I think it was the cheapest entree. Yeah. I mean, that's how they get you. Me thinking $27 is cheap. Um, yeah. Yeah. But to me, it just, it's, it, it was absolutely worth it. It was incredible. Gaskins never disappoints. Okay, next, Tapiana. Um, so I've been doing the crossword every day. Um, I want to keep my mind sharp. Uh, but then I kind of realized that, like, I think I've been cheating at the crossword puzzle. Like, not on purpose. And I have changed my ways, but, like, the way I've been playing, um, playing the crossword, doing the crossword. And I did mention this on a, a recent episode, is that, like, when I think I absolutely know a word, instead of typing it in, I'll just hit 
reveal word. And um, most, and, you know, an overwhelming most of the time, it is what I think, because I'm like very affirmed, I'm like, okay, it has to be this. But then sometimes it's like not that word. And then after like a couple weeks of doing that, I realize I'm like, wait, I'm cheating. Like, this is cheating. Like, I'm getting an answer. I'm getting an answer. I'm like, you should be doing the crossword without a bona fide answer. Like, the entire time, you should not be having an answer. So, yeah, I just kind of want to like let you guys know what was going on with that because it is cheating. Because, like, sometimes, again, like, you think you know, but then you don't. Especially in, like, the later days, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's like, oh, you think you know the answer. I think Mon- you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you can get, you can get away with it, because, like, they're for dumb people. <laughs> like, you can just, uh, the guesses are a lot easier. Um, but the later days, you really gotta, gotta build it up. Um, and so I'm, yeah, I got letting you know I'm changing my ways. I'm not doing the reveal word. Um, and of course it's made the, the crossword puzzle a little bit more difficult. Um, which is fine. Uh, cause I'm, I'm trying to use my mind, stave off dementia, etc., etc. Okay. What other freaking topics do we have? Let's sing the bell. I oh mean, Kanye West getting these, like, weird teeth. He says he got his teeth removed to get this, like, metal implant that cost $850,000. This does not even make any sense to me. Um, I don't see how, <laughs> like, anything in that arena could cost $850,000. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe it's platinum. Like a platinum, just like solid thing. It's like a solid piece of, you know, it's like a grill. I don't think it's like, I don't think he's gotten his teeth removed. I just don't buy what he's selling. Um, however, you know, if he does use these teeth, these metal teeth, these chompers, um, if he like storms Taylor Swift's stage and like bites her, He's just like, <laughs> that would be really cool. And then uh, I would entertain it. Um, I just don't see how it's possible. <laughs> it's $850,000 in any goddamn sense. doesn't make any fucking sense. And then also, like, of course, when this article dropped, it's like, Connie actually owes a million dollars in taxes. It's like, well, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he probably owes a lot more. And then it just kind of pisses me off because I just got an email from H&R Block that's like, you should make your tax appointment for this year. And I'm like, wait, I have to do those again already? Um, and then, you know, Connie, yeah, he probably owes a million dollars in taxes. And it's just like, why can't you just like literally text your account and be like, yeah, just pay that. Like, just pay the taxes. Like, just pay them. Like, it's so... He doesn't have to, like, get on his own Venmo. He just, like, has to be, like, you know, just giving the go-ahead to, you know, his tax person. And they can be like, well, okay. If you want me to pay it, um, I will. <laughs> it's, like, $1 million to Kanye. 
uh, it's like probably ten dollars, ten one to ten dollars for any of us. So you know, I just I don't get it. But it, there's a, there's so many celebrities that don't pay their taxes, and I'm like, shouldn't you? Maybe they are just like us. I'm like, shouldn't it be like they have so many um, helpers, team, you know, again, accountants, managers, blah, blah, blah. It's like it should be really easy. And it's like if you put your shit in other people's hands, like paying your taxes should just kind of be like uh, nothing. It should just be like nothing. It's like they don't. I, I would assume that like you wouldn't have to even like think about it. It's like. Oh my! My taxes got paid. I didn't. I didn't even like do anything. Um, Lord Almighty! I don't know. Sound off in the comments if you're um, an A-list celebrity that doesn't um, pay their taxes. I think it's just like fucking bullshit. Um, okay, got a couple more topics, and more. You know, we're kind of winding down. Oh my god, the other night, <laughs> I was at the bar next to my house, and uh, I was going to use the restroom, and I pulled open the door, and it was at the same time as this young woman was uh, unlocking and opening the door, and I feel like typically this could go, like, left. It could be like, whoa, <laughs> just like... I wasn't like ripping the door open, but I was kind of just like, but then she was like still latched onto it. And I was like, oh my God, like what? Like the timing was crazy. But, um, we both, she laughed it off. She's like, oh my God, this is so crazy. I'm like, yeah, this is so crazy, girl. I'm like, girl, girl, this is so crazy. We're opening the door at the same time, like the same time. Um, I just think that like most crowds in New York, kind of draw people that are like gonna be so mad at anyone that does anything that somewhat um you know inconveniences them makes them feel small uh but I, I was just uh I just want to shout out uh a young woman that had a really good uh sense of humor it is the little things that keep us going and that um keep my faith in humanity uh you know, kind of a non-event, but uh, it was worth me writing down. I feel like, you know, there is something there. Next topic. Um, should I try to figure out who Nikki Haley is? Like, I've never heard her speak. Oh my god, okay, I'm just gonna Google. she's like running for freaking president <laughs> like wait what um okay we're just gonna watch okay the first thing that comes up is nikki haley speaks out over controversial remarks on race nikki haley doubling down on this controversial remark about the history of race in america we're not a racist country brian we've never been a racist country on the campaign trail today haley addressing the okay, criticism period. turning to a regular part of her stump speech for cover she has good bone structure uh, do you, was that a slip of the tongue no listen 
I was born a brown girl in a small rural town in South Carolina. Brown? Oh, wait. If my parents never wanted us to think... <laughs> what is Nikki Haley's... Okay. We're, again, okay, we're pausing. Nikki Haley... I was born a brown girl? <laughs> the fuck? Okay. Uh... Like what? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking this up on our Wikipedia. Wait, she's Indian? No. <laughs> no way. Haley was born Nimarata Nikki Rondhawa in South Carolina, and we're going to seek parents. Amritsar Poonj. No. Wait, wait, this bitch is Indian? No. Oh, God, this really curtails perfectly with my last episode about uh, Indian food. Which, by the way, I want to just circle back and say Indian food, eh, it's not that great. <laughs> we lived in a racist country. Did we face racism? Yes. It's the latest in a series of campaign stumbles on race from Haley as she rises in the polls. Last month, the former South Carolina governor faced fierce backlash for friends that fought through rebuke. I want to hear her talk. New Hampshire, to be president. I'm going to beat him so we don't have to ever deal with, are we going to elect a convicted felon? Now, as Haley... Um, you know, maybe more next week. and I'll, I'll research. I mean, do you think she's going to be her for our first woman president? I don't know. Uh, anyways, um... We had two more tiny little topics. Number one, um, the um, a lot of people online allegedly were having an issue with the um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the the set for the reunion. Um, that was ugly. Jeff Lewis, being you know kind of the prime, um, you know thought leader for this, I was so cute. So the theme was like Bermuda but snowy. So it's like kind of like shipwrecks and like to me it looked like a. a really cool like Abercrombie store. I thought this that was like I don't know, fun. It was adventurous. Um then Andy kind of kinda of like, oh yeah, of course. Like, you know, it's not uh yeah, you know, we've had better sets before. And I'm like, bitch, what and I can just I don't know. I thought it was fun. Um I think the anchor, literal huge anchor, uh on the coffee table was a bit much, but actually if it just had like maybe clumps of snow on it and they tied it in with the rest actually it would probably be distracting um i liked the set quite frankly i liked the set okay next topic um is 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 mail room mail room is mail room still a job because i think i'd be really good at it just kind of like in the basement getting the letters sorting them, putting them in a cart, taking the elevator, rolling them down the aisles, and just having my <coughs> work friends <coughs> and, you know, being like, hey, Joan, or hey, Tom, you know, just be like, hey, you know, here's your mail. I don't, do we have that anymore? I, I do think the email probably eradicated the mailroom job but I'm ready to have it it's in my blood my father 
estranged, uh, was a mailman for my entire life. So I think delivering stuff um, would maybe come naturally to me. And I am looking for a job. So um, sound off in the comments if you want to hire me. Just like, please, just come on, please, guys. One of you has to just hire me for something. It's a little job here and there. You know, I have a good focus group lined up next week. Uh, also, um, bitch. <laughs> I finally started DMing with uh, Tim Dillon. That's going well. And then um, also Leah McSweeney is coming on the pod. She said not next week, but the one after. So that's something to look forward to. Okay, there's like one more topic, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. Bing. Um, so I was doing the crossword, and, uh, you know, I'm an outdoorsy kind of guy. Uh, I like that kind of thing. And the, I think the, um, the, the question, the prompt was like, it was like, trail, um, you know, it was like hikers mix. Um... In my case, it's like, what do hikers eat? Like a trail mix. And it was four letters, and it started with a G, and it ended with a P. I'm like, what the fuck? Is it going to be a goop? I'm like, what is it? And it was really kind of bogging me down. Um, but then it ended up being gorp. <laughs> G-O-R-P. Uh, good old raisins and peanuts. I had never heard this before. Good old raisins and peanuts. I mean, it makes um, a lot of sense. It's just kind of like a, you know, energetic food. <laughs> and it's just raisins and peanuts. Uh, pretty easy to find items. Um, but I never heard of Gorp. Gorp, um, Gorp never came across my desk. I love the sound of Gorp. Um, I just didn't know. And you'd think it was it would be something I would know. Uh, anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in. I mean, this episode again very spontaneous. I didn't want to even fucking do it. Uh, it's one thirty. That's okay. It's not that late. Um, I'm recording this on my computer. I didn't even bring my microphone. I had no intention of recording a podcast. Um, so, anyways, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, make sure you like this episode. Um, and also just, like, tell a friend. Um, tell a friend. And be like, hey. Girl. <laughs> girl. Girl. Girl, you gotta, like, listen to this. You know, you could just tell your fucking girlfriend. Just tell her to listen to the one. Um, okay, we're gonna, like, wind out with a Chris Stapleton song, because, like, this episode is about him. This song is called Sometimes I Cry. Um, and as you know, sometimes I literally do be crying listening to Chris Stapleton's music. Um, enjoy! Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
smile on my face I can keep the pain coming out of my eyes Sometimes 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 I Houston but like come on it's just different I'm sorry it's just different <laughs> like a man tries to to howl um it's just it's different again good night thank you so much for tuning in bye Bang the gong, sorry, I'm gonna bang the gong.